Hello, and welcome to Jack's Library, the original works podcast. Here you will find workings by Jack Sequoia. These workings include skits, books, short stories, songs, audio plays, and musicals. I hope you enjoyed today's recording. Shattered Mirror. Strange. That was the best way to describe it. When you meet your mirrored self, it's just flat out bizarre. Of course, that was the most normal part. I just wish I could have saved them. Okay, maybe I should back up. My name is Fuller. I live in Gwintar, the first world. The world you know. But there is another. Masix. Masix is a mirrored version of Gwintar, but not a perfect mirror. Some things are a direct mirror. For instance, right-handed Gwintarians, their Masix counterparts tend to be left-handed. If a Gwintarian has a scar birthmark on their left side, their mirrored self might have it on their right. But not all translations are direct. Some mirrors are different genders, races, body types. They may be completely different people. Scientists have yet to find a pattern between similarities and differences, but they're hopeful. A gen mirror like me doesn't care. Gen mirror is the generation that was born after June 19th, 2028, when the mirrored world was first discovered. I was born June 19th, 2030, the day the people of Quintar first met with the Masics. It's been 16 years since then. The year is 2046, and it's my birthday. Yeah, here's a good place to start. So here's the story of how I died. Now, let's begin. Bulls! Shirat called. Bulls, I don't think we should be doing this. Shirat was playing with her hair. She did that when she was nervous. Oh, relax, Sheer. It chimed in. It was his idea to sneak into Masix. What we're doing isn't illegal. Just a little dangerous. He's right. I spoke up. I was fixing my six. Sixes are small electrically charged rods that are used for self-defense. Mainly by street rats like us. They got the name Six because if one touches you a couple times, you're seriously messed up. Six times, and you're dead. Besides, we already bought the transporter. I used all my coin on that thing. Same here. Grit flashed his toothy smile. It'd be a nice smile if he could afford toothpaste. Hurry up, Fuller. I want to see Masix. Quit your whining, you scratch. There. See? Fix. I put my six in the holster on my left sleeve. I looked up. Sherry was chewing her hair now. That was always a bad sign. I walked over to her and put my hand on her shoulder. Look, you don't have to go if you don't want to. No! After a moment's pause, she looked at me in the eyes and grinned. I want to go. Besides, you guys wouldn't last three hours without me. True blue. Grit pulled the transporter from his pocket. It was a long silver tube with the yellow button on the end. So, how do we actually use this thing? I groaned and snatched the transporter from him. I sat it on the ground with the button facing up and stood back. Once I press the button, a crack in the divide between Quintar and Masix will appear. We just need to jump through it. We'll appear wherever we want. In this case, Grit's mirror's home. If they have a home. Sherman and I looked at him. He was frowning. Though his life was totally scratched, he was always smiling. What was he thinking about? Was he worried his Masix self was also a street rat? Was he worried he wasn't? 
Just remember not to split up, okay? I took a deep breath and breathed in the rotten alley air. Ready? A nod from each of them. Alright. I reached down and pressed the button. The concrete underneath me shattered and I fell. When I woke up, I was laying on something soft. That was weird. I never have something soft to sleep on. If we ever find anything comfortable to sleep on, sure it gets it. I opened my eyes and didn't see sky. Odd. There was a roof over my head. I sat up and looked around. I was laying on an old moldy couch in what looked like a large, unfinished basement. It was full of cheap furniture, but surprisingly clean. No one was around. I started walking around and found on the back wall was a mini kitchen with a microwave, refrigerator, and sink. Beside it, some shelves of mainly canned food. I was hungry, but didn't want to anger Grit's Masek's self by taking his food. So I moved on. Wait, where were Grit and Jarrett? I looked at the transport again. I looked at that model number. Puck! That fucking scratch! The shady salesman I bought the transporter from lied to me. Instead of appearing wherever we wanted, this model brought us to our mirrored selves. I did all the research into the type of models, but I didn't check the number. Puck! I swung my fist in frustration. I hit nothing but air. I sighed and checked the rest of the room. There wasn't much else. A few more couches, some chairs, and a small cracked TV. Still... Compared to the alleys Shirette, Grit, and I slept in, this place was pretty nice. My mirror itself lucked out, I guess. A thudding noise. I turned in a door I had missed, and my frustration swung open. On the other side was a few broken steps leading to someplace bright. Two people walked in. A dark-skinned boy, about 18, wearing ripped jeans and a pink hoodie, and a younger girl in large sweatpants and an old man's jacket. Ent? The girl asked. Before I could speak, the older boy charged me holding a brick. Now, this isn't the first time this has happened, so I was able to dodge him and put my six next to his throat. Even one touch would cause some serious brain damage. My name is Fuller. I'm from Quintar. Oh, it must be Amp's mirror, the boy guessed. His voice was higher than you'd think. He turned to me. That true? I don't know, Amp, but I'm someone from here's double. I wasn't ready to put my guard down. Yours may look different and have different lives from their counterparts, but still make similar choices. If I had been born in Masics, these people would have been my friends. But still, I'm always careful. My name's Wilt, the boy said. This is my girl Rose. So, why come here? Wilt sat on the nearest couch. Very trusting all of a sudden for a guy who had charged me with a brick. Bored, is all I said. This was true, but I didn't mention the fact that I planned on visiting someone else's mirror. I thought back to the coin flip that decided whose mirror we went to. I'm glad I lost. From the looks of it, this empt was also a poor orphan. Sarah and Orr will be back soon. Rose said sitting next to Wilton. He wrapped his arm around her. Until then, help yourself to the food. She looked over my clothes and obviously came to the conclusion that I was dirt poor. Smart girl. I ate for about 20 minutes. Wilt, Rose, and I sat for 10. We learned a lot from each other. I found out in May 6, one central government controls the world. 
They provide food and housing for anyone who wants it. However, in exchange, the police force is very strict. So, where's Empt? I asked. I was curious about my mirror now that I was here. Might as well, right? She was arrested yesterday, Rose said. Apparently you can't go outside without getting arrested every now and again. Few have a clean record of May 6. Wait. Did you say she? Yeah. Wilt sipped some cheap soda from a chip glass. Amp's a girl. He stared at me. I guess it was weird for him to see the alternate version of his friend was a boy. But you thought I was her when you came in. I was really confused. But Rose was smiling. You have similar faces. The same eyes. Rose took her boyfriend's drink. I've always loved Emp's pale blues. I was still a little frustrated. With my long hair, I get mistaken for a girl a lot. Even nowadays, some people are very single-minded. I'd gotten sick of having rocks thrown at me for being... trans or something. To hear Emp was actually a girl didn't make me feel any better. The door opened again. Two people walked in. A large guy in his early 20s and a tall blonde girl. Sarah and Orr, I guessed. Orr was huge. His muscles had muscles. They were about to rip his tight sleeveless shirt in half. He had longish, gray hair, the color of iron. His face had scars all over it. And Sarah was just... strange. She wore a long, lime green dress and... it looked homemade. Her hair was held up by a red piece of yarn, but you do you, I guess. Yo, guys, this is M. Smear, Wilt said without looking. Or simply grunted and went over to the food. I hoped I hadn't eaten his lunch. Sarah, however, turned, walked over to me, and grabbed my chin. She turned my face left, then right. Yup. She nodded and joined Or. Weirder than the wizard girl back on Quintar. I don't know why M tangs out with this one, but maybe there's something I'm not seeing. Just got up and tossed over her ball she had in her pocket against the wall. M should be coming home soon, just a little longer. We all watched her bounce the ball against the wall for a ten minute period. Then another. Then a third. Then another passed. Then an hour had passed. They were worried. I could see it in their eyes. Rose's hands were shaking so much she rarely caught the ball. Will kept glancing at the door. Or's foot looked like it was trying to put out a fire it was tapping so fast, and Sarah was gazing out into space. A knock. Everyone jumped. All eyes turned to the door. Paper slipped through the bottom. Will got up and read it aloud. Sup, Cuffs? This is your friend from the Hook Gang. We picked your friend up on the way home from the police station. Want her back? Bring us our transporter. Zip. Those cuffs. Which, I guess, is May 6 for scratch. They took her for a fucking transporter. He crumpled up the note and threw the door open. After a minute, he came back. The guy who dropped this off is long gone. What do we do? She was rubbing her foot against her leg. Something Shira did before she grew her hair out. I just realized how similar they were. Same brown hair, same small nose, same mouth. Only the eyes were different. Shirts were light brown, almost amber, while roses were bright red. We do it, of course. He ran his fingers over his short, dark hair. I'll bring it. Me too, Rose said. 
Orin and Sarah stood behind Rose, Sarah holding the transporter. I didn't want to be left behind, so I raised my hand. They all gave me weird looks. The Hook Gang was only five blocks away. Their hideout was a small arcade called the Hook Shot. Apparently, they were famous for their basketball-themed games. We walked into the arcade and at once were stopped by a brawny teen boy covered in tattoos. We were led to the back. As we walked through the games, I have to say I was impressed. It was a nice place. Then I saw the back. It was a small room, dimly lit and filthy. There was only a small chair in the middle of the room. Tied to it was a pretty, dark-haired girl my age. Empt? The girl looked up. Puck! Why'd the Masix me get to be so hot? We had the same face, but somehow she pulled it off way better. How? It's my face! Took you guys long enough. Em said. She threw her hair back to get a better look at us. Who's the cuff? She looked towards me. But once she saw my face, she realized. Silence! An ugly boy in the back spoke up. He walked over to Waltz and looked him dead in the eyes. You got it? For being a foot taller than him, Wilt just smiled. Yeah. Wilt pulled out the transporter. Let her go. Ugly boy took the transporter and just said for him to be released. Someone cut her free, and Rose tackled her in a hug. Looking around, I saw maybe ten members of the Hook gang in here. The ones blocking the door hadn't moved. I knew what this meant. I saw them in my right hand on my left sleeve. You know boy kicked the chair against the back wall and faced us. People haven't been respecting us lately. Sucks for you. Wilt turned to leave, but some Hook members pushed him back. Wilt fell flat on his butt. I've come to the realization that it's because we've been a bit too forgiving. The boy tossed the transporter in the corner. I mean, people are more afraid of the police than us. I saw a name tag on his ripped jacket. Zip. He had written the note. So, we're going to make an example of you. He clapped. The Hook members all pulled out Sevs. Sevs are the Masics version of Sixes. Lighter, but takes seven touches to kill. We formed a circle. I pulled out my Six. Or picked up a random pipe sitting next to him. Sarah tossed out Sevs to the rest. Come now. We don't want to kill you, but we will. He smiled a flashy smile. Grits smile. Zip! All heads turned my way. Have you met a Quintarin today? Yeah. My mirror, in fact. He was a worthless street rat. I got rid of him quick. Anger pumped through my veins. Not blood. Not adrenaline. Pure anger. Got rid of? I killed him, you cuff. He smiled and pulled out a six. I got this off him, too. I saw a small G on the handle. It was Grits. I charged Zip, and chaos ensued. Two Hook members blocked my path, and I had to deal with them first. Or, Emts, and Wilt each took on two opponents so as they wouldn't be overwhelmed. Only Zip wasn't fighting. One. I got hit in my arm. It stung, but not much more. Had to be more careful. I jabbed at the one on my right and got him. Then the left. After a minute of fighting, I hit the right one five times and he backed off. Only one person was in my way. Ah! Someone cried out behind me. 
I looked and saw Rose laying on the ground covered in wounds. Wolf was jumping on a hook member and started pounding him. I mean, non-stop. Soon the guy's face was broken in a dozen places. This is what I wanted to do to Zip. Zip with grit six. Emp was kneeling beside Rose's lifeless body, trying to get her to wake up when she suddenly froze. She looked at her stomach to see a broken two-by-four sticking through it. Ow! I was hit twice from behind as I looked back. I only had four hits left. Luckily for me, this guy only had three. My movement was slowed because of the side effects of the sev, but I was still a better fighter than this guy. I had him once on the arm, and then the gut, and finally I stabbed him in the chest with another pipe I found in the moment. This one was sharpened to the point. He fell back, leaving only Zip in front of me. But he was smiling. That was Grit's smile. He didn't deserve it. I screamed, then fell over. Another hook member had tackled me from behind. I twisted around. He was holding a sev ready to drive it straight into my face. Now, it may take seven hits to kill, but getting electrocuted in the face is getting electrocuted in the face. I hit his side and he dropped the sev and fell back. Luckily for me, Wilt had already gotten six jabs on him. I stood and leapt at Zip again. No hope for him this time. However, he didn't need it. He was ready. I fell straight on Grit 6. Then I remembered. Grit 6 was also a blade. I froze, fell on my knees. I couldn't move. Zip burst into laughter. <laughs> you just jumped on it! Killed by your old friend's knife! He kicked me back. Somehow I fell in a way I could see everything but the back wall. The center of the room was a pile of bodies. Rose, Emptonor included. Or at least a dozen cuts on him. Kneeling over him was Sarah, bravely waving Orn's pipe against three hook members. Wilt was laying against the wall, unable to move. A puddle of blood was growing around him. No one else was left. Wow, you guys really made a mess. Zip poked Emp's face with grit six. My blood dripped down her face like tears. Somehow that got me moving. I started crawling towards Zip. Six still in hand. Oh, you can still move. He sat down, facing me, as his goons tried to cut Sarah. She couldn't fend them off much longer. I'm impressed. I wish you were my mirror. I propped myself up on one elbow. You sick scratch. I threw my six at him and brushed him directly above his right eye. Ah! You little... I didn't hear the rest of his insult as the door flew open and men in SWAT uniforms busted in. They shot Zip and the three hook members on the spot. My eyes dimmed. The last thing I saw was police officers dragging Sarah from her friend's bodies and medics rushing over to Wilt. My last thought was of Shiret. As in less than 36 hours, she would come home to an empty alley. And just like she was thrown out of her house eight years ago, she would be alone. Thank you for listening, and a special thanks to our guest voices. If you are interested in voicing a character in a future episode, please contact me at jyckseqq at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.